ഹീം Sayyidina Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an was well known for his deep love of the Quran and also his attachment with the verses of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you read the seerah of Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an chapters and chapters are dedicated with regards to the science of Quran and what a great qari sayyidina uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an was ulama have mentioned <coughs> his habit was to directly listen to the verses of the quran from the auspicious mouth of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then immediately he would mold himself in character to the liking of the verse he would act upon the verse of the quran immediately ulama have mentioned that it is the quran that changed hazrat uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an though he had embraced islam at the hands of hazrat abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an but the real impact was the quran the kalam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala scholars have mentioned that undoubtedly he is the greatest teacher of the Quran in the ummah of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam there's some of the qurra and scholars that come to mind very famous thousands of tabi'in and tabi tabi'in are the students of usman radiyallahu ta'ala an notably scholars like hazrat abdul rahman as-sulami abu al-aswad Al-Mughira These were great fuqaha and qurra of the time also And also uh, the likes of Dhar ibn Hubaysh Rahmatullah alayhi Great great qurra and scholars Sayyidina Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an Was a great qari The wife of Uthman radiyallahu ta'ala an Would say that It was the general practice The habit of my husband that in the night he would wake up for tahajjud and complete one entire quran in one rak'ah think about that 
in one rakat, one entire Quran. And this is not an overstatement, my respected brothers. Uh, Allahu Akbar. Amongst the companions, it is said that those who would complete the Quran, not even in two rakats, but one rakat, with Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, and those that share this position, uh, is also Hazrat Tamim Dari radiallahu ta'ala, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu ta'ala, and Hazrat Sa'id ibn Jubair was in the habit of completing one Quran in the night, but in many rakats. But to complete one entire Quran in one rakat is just amazing. Uh, one can just take out time and think about the dedication, the love that Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an had for the Quran. Allahu Akbar Kabira. And also amongst the fuqaha, Imam Shafi'i rahmatullah alayhi. Incredible individuals. With their busy schedule, they had time for the Quran. Subhanallah. They had all the time for the Quran. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi, it is mentioned about him also that he would also complete one Quran in the night. We've heard of uh, the great Buzrug that settled in Ajmer, Hazrat Khaja Mu'induddin Chishti rahmatullah alayhi. I've also read about his Savanih and authentic narrations. Scholars have mentioned that he would also complete one Quran in the night. Allahu Akbar. And then we go to the Mufassireen of this Ummah. Uh, we talk about Karamat, uh, Barkat in time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is as if though the clocks have stopped for certain individuals. Hazrat Mujahid rahmatullah alayhi, it is said about him that he would complete one Quran between Maghrib and Isha. Maghrib and Isha, one Quran. Subhanallah. Today we can't even read Suratul Kahf. Uh, the whole day passes by, but we can't read Suratul Kahf. It becomes difficult even to recite one para, even one ruku, two rukus. Allahu Akbar. Some of us are so weak. Hazrat Thabit al Banani, rahmatullah alayhi, it is mentioned about him that he would complete one Quran between Dhuhr and Asr. Allahu Akbar. The famous student of Imam Azam Abu Hanifa, whose name was Imam Muhammad, quite fat. He was fat. Uh, Imam Abu Hanifa would often say that I haven't seen many individuals who are overweight and at the same time also very clever. No offense to anyone who's, who's fat. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Uh, just quoting to you what. Uh, some of the fuqaha have mentioned. I mean, Sheikh Abdul Rahman Sudais, mashallah. Again, if you see him, mashallah, he's healthy and also what recitation of the Quran. But Imam Muhammad, again, he was quite overweight. And when he came to enroll in the class of uh, Imam Sab, Imam Abu Hanifa, the condition was that you have to be the Hafiz of the Quran. To be the student of Imam Abu Hanifa, you have to be the, you have to be a Hafiz of the Quran. And he was not a Hafiz of the Qur'an. So Imam Abu Hanifa, the first thing Hazrat said to him, Are you a Hafiz? And he said, No, I'm not the Hafiz of the Qur'an. He says, Imam Sahib said that the condition is that you have to become a Hafiz of the Qur'an. He came after seven days. 
again to Imam Sahib and said that now I want to enroll in your class the Sheikh said that you are the same student who came seven days ago last week I have told you that you have to become a Hafiz of the Quran and he said Hazrat I am a Hafiz now I have completed the Quran in seven days Subhanallah and Imam Abu Hanifa personally tested Hazrat Imam Muhammad from various parts of the Quran and then a place was given to him these were the students of Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi talk about uh, contemporary scholars and buzurgan deen uh, from from India we've heard of Maulana Hussain Madni rahmatullahi whose son also just recently passed away Maulana Asad Madni rahmatullahi Maulana Madni Hussain Madni had migrated to Madinatul Munawwara and when the British were in power they had imprisoned Hazrat Maulana Madni Rahmatullah and none of the inmates were Hafiz of the Quran and he was not also a Hafiz at that time so you get some people who are scholars, ulama but they might not be Hafiz of the Quran and some people become Hafiz later on so Maulana Madni Rahmatullah was not a Hafiz of the Quran it was the month of Ramadan the first day and he was looking and meeting other people, Muslims anyone Hafiz here, anyone Hafiz, all of them were non-Hufaz Marana Madni Rahmatullah took the task of memorizing one para per day some of the Mu'arrikhin have mentioned this was during the last stage of his life and some have even mentioned at that time he was 75 years of age Allahu Akbar and one day one para so he would complete one para by the adhan of maghrib do iftari after maghrib quickly stand and do door of one para and in 30 days mashallah the entire Quran was completed undoubtedly this is the miracle the mu'ajizah of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so when we talk about the seerah of Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and this is an extensive subject the love that he had for the kalam, the Quran, Allahu Akbar a great, great teacher on the subject of Quran, the science of the Quran Hazrat Marana Aqdas Marana Madni rahmatullah alayhi and our Akabirin have ranked Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and right at the top when it comes to the Quran, the dedication that he had with the Quran. Now we're not saying, we're not comparing Hazrat Uthman with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq or Hazrat Umar in any way. What we are saying that he had special relationship with the Quran. He would often stand and recite the Kalam. Ulama have mentioned from amongst the companions <coughs> It is only noted for one Sahabi who was given the privilege that he had recited the entire Quran to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and that was Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. That he had recited the entire Quran. When you do door of the Quran, when you are a Hafiz, he had read the entire Quran, every verse of it to Hazrat Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this was his privilege subhanallah a great qari of his time and that is why his students would say 
that the reason why Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an was accepted uh, in the field of Quran, recitation of the Quran, was because he had this special method of acquiring knowledge. He would only listen and accept ten verses of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ten verses, thus ayat. And also the verses that were read directly from the auspicious mouth of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would be sitting there. After ten verses he would stop. The first step he would take was to memorize everything, commit that to memory, the ten verses. The second step would be to understand the meaning and the commentary, the tafasir of the ten verses. And then also to take the opinion of the senior companions with regards to the ten verses. And then the third step, which was the most important step, is that he would want to act upon every verse that he has memorized. To apply it in practice. Now some of us wonder how is that possible. There is a possibility my respected brothers. Hazrat Maymun Rahmatullah Alayh was a great wali of Allah. Not a sahabi. A very pious man and Allah had blessed him also with a lot of wealth. Many servants and maids were working for him in the house. One particular maid was the cook for Hazrat Maymun Rahmatullah Alayh. She was cooking, preparing food for Maymun Rahmatullah Alayh. When the food was ready, she came and presented everything to Hazrat Maymun who was sitting there. And she accidentally dropped a bowl of curry on Hazrat Maymun. Now Hazrat Maimoon was very cautious about cleanliness, hygiene. Uh, Allah had blessed him with a lot of wealth. He would put on a new suit, very clean clothes, mashaAllah. So now when uh, the curry had soiled the, the thawb, the suit of uh, Hazrat Maimoon, she looked at the face of Maimoon and anger was visible. She knew immediately that she is in trouble now. Now imagine... How much of the Qur'an was taken also by the slaves at that time during the Khilafat of uh, the Muslim rule that a maid actually when she looked at the anger of Hazrat Maimun the first ayat that came to her mind was what I am about to read in front of you وَالْكَازِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ وَالْكَازِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ and the translation of Kazimin al-Ghayz is that Allah loves those who suppress the anger. Allah loves those who suppress the anger. At the right time. And now, Hazrat Maimun was also a great faqih. They knew the Arabic language. In fact, even the Jews who migrated from Syria to Medina to Munawwara, who were awaiting for the coming of the last prophet, they had no choice also but to memorize uh, the Qur'an, parts of the Qur'an, and also to study the Arabic language. Sheikh Wahiduddin has also mentioned this. So the Jews were also well versed in the Qur'an, and they knew the Arabic language. And so she read, وَالْقَازِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ وَالْقَازِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ Chota kaf. Allah loves those who suppress the anger. Gussa pijana. And Shaykh Maimoon said that, okay, huh? I, 
I have got no anger in me. The anger abated immediately. No anger now. She was a clever lady. She said, possibly that he has, he has no anger now, but he might be holding a grudge against me. In the heart, he might have some enmity, he might dislike me. But in the heart is a different issue. So she said, what is apparent is apparent, but what is in the heart, I don't know. So she read another verse of the Quran, وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ and Allah loves those who forgive people. <laughs> so, Sheikh said that, I even forgive you from the bottom of my heart. Hazrat Maimoon? She was a very clever lady. This was the opportunity. And then she said, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. Allah loves those who do good actions. Allah loves those who do good actions. Indicating that the best thing for you would be to free me. To free me for the sake of Allah, to give me freedom from the bondage of slavery. And Hazrat Maimoon, Rahmatullah, then smiled at her and said, Ah, auntie, auntie, you, you are very clever. And then he said, I free you for the sake of Allah, for the pleasure of Allah. You are free to do whatever you want to do and go. Subhanallah. This is what is meant by acting upon the verses of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers recall when Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala was on his nightly patrols and he, he, he was visiting different houses and from one house he could actually hear a group of people singing and musical instruments being played. Now Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala being an Amir, what he did was that he entered from the back side of the house, the back garden, not from the front door. He wanted to catch them. And so what he did is that he came from the back entrance and he caught all of them in the house singing with the instruments there red-handed. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said to them that now I will punish you and I will make sure that the had, the had of Allah, uh, that you are punished and I will lash you. So that person even in that state... Uh, he said to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, I have done something that is wrong, but you have also done something that is wrong. Yeah. And so Hazrat Umar said, what have I done wrong? And so he said that Allah has said in his kalam that, وَأْتُلْ بُيُوتَ مِنْ أَبْوَابِهَا That when you visit someone, come from the front door, front entrance. وَأْتُلْ بُيُوتَ مِنْ أَبْوَابِهَا Come from the front side. Mm-hmm. And you came from the Back entrance. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala again started thinking and he was remorseful and he said to him that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me and I also want you to forgive me. That person said, Amir, Amirul Mu'mineen, I will forgive you provided you forgive me. (laughs) I will forgive you provided you will forgive me. Amirul Mu'mineen would carry a stick and a whip also. You forgive me, I will forgive you. But uh, there's one condition to my forgiveness, I will also repent sincerely. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala answered that if you forgive me, I forgive you. If you do tawbah, sincere repentance. So this is what is meant by acting upon the verses of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was the quality of Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. So it was not about completing Suratul Baqarah in one month. 
It was about completing one surah, surah al-Baqarah, maybe in ten years, maybe in many, many years. And said, so they would memorize the different parts and the portions of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an has also narrated many ahadith from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One hadith, a famous hadith which he is the narrator of. He says that I have heard from Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهُ The best amongst you are those who take up two professions. You either become the student of the kalam of Allah, the student of the Qur'an, or you become the teacher of the Qur'an. Become a student or become a teacher. That is the best profession. خَيْرُكُمْ The best amongst you. مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهُ the one who learns and studies the Qur'an and also teaches it. So become a student or become the teacher of the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why in another hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, La hasad, there is no hasad, there is no hasad uh, in my, there should be no hasad in my ummah. But if jealousy was lawful jais, it would be for two individuals, two category of people. رَجُلٌ آتَاهُ اللَّهُ الْمَالِ A person who Allah has given a lot of wealth to فَهُوَ يُنْفِقُ بِهِ آنَاءَ اللَّيْلِ وَآنَاءَ النَّهَارِ And what he does with the wealth is that he spends it night and day in the path of Allah. So if, if it was lawful to become envious of someone, you have two types of people. A rich man who is very charitable, who gives in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that alim who Allah has blessed him with the knowledge of Qur'an فَهُوَ يَقُومُ بِهِ آنَاءَ اللَّيْلِ وَآنَاءَ النَّهَارِ And the meaning of yakum can also mean that he recites the Qur'an in his tahajjud, in his nawafil and also he preaches the Qur'an, he teaches the Qur'an فَهُوَ يَقُومُ بِهِ آنَاءَ اللَّيْلِ وَآنَاءَ النَّهَارِ That is why Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala would often say that three things are very, very dear to me. Giving charity in the path of Allah. And when you study the seerah of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, you will find chapters that dedicated to the, the sakhawat, the charity of Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, and his love and relationship with the Quran, the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then it talks about the fitan that occurred during the khilafat of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. So he says, the first thing is, what I, what I dearly love is to give charity. And the second thing is to clothe the naked. Those who, who haven't got clothes, I want to give them clothes. Mm-hmm. And the third thing he said to me, the greatest pleasure in life is to recite the Qur'an. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq also, my respected brothers. Unfortunately, today what happens... Uh, Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, in fact uh, he is the one who has said that there are some unfortunate people in the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that the highest form of uh, uh, calamity of musibah that can befall on anyone he said you have a Quran and that Quran is not used go to uh, uh, the, go to, go home to go to your house and see how many Quran mushaf we have, mm-hmm. and how much recitation we do. 
Many a times you will find that there is a juzdan wrapped around it and dust has settled on it. And what is the use of having 10, 10, 15, 15 Qur'ans or more than 5 Qur'ans when in the family you only have 3, 4, 5, 6 people and no one even reads the Qur'an. And so you don't make use of the Qur'an. You have the Qur'an but it is shut permanently and it only opens up in the month of Ramadan. Hazrat Uthman would even say that uh, what is the use of that masjid which is uh, devoid from worshippers? Uh, if, if it is not frequented by the worshippers who come, then what is the use of that masjid? Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an would say, what use is of that wealth if you can't give it in charity? And he would even say that you have a weapon and you can't use it for jihad fi sabirillah. So you don't go to jihad. And he said, what is uh, the use of that person? What good is that person who Allah has blessed with a long life and in his long life he has not prepared for death? These are the words of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. Musabai? Death, death, death. You have prepared, Musabai? The one... <laughs> you haven't heard Musabai? Jai maru ke Allah yeh lambi zindagi deni hoi. Nei nei maut ji tayari na kari hoi. Maut ji tayari. Na kari hoi. Hane waad samaj mein aami? Achi hoi. Achi hoi barabar. Forgive me for the language. Gujarati mein? You understand? I understand. Allah has blessed Musabai with a long life. Musabai, how old are you? 85. 85. Allah bless you with a long life. But this is the message. If Allah gives you if Allah gives you a long life, mashallah, prepare for death. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an has also said that four things outwardly are an act of virtue but in truth it is an obligation outwardly four things are an act of virtue but in truth it is a duty or an obligation and Hazrat Uthman would say that it is an act of virtue to mix with pious people and righteous people but to, to follow the examples in piety is an obligation Batsunayani Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an would even say that reciting the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an act of virtue but acting upon it is an obligation. So one is the recitation of the Quran and one is to act upon it. So that is an obligation. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an and these are words of wisdom. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an would even say to his people that it is an act of virtue to go and visit the dead in the cemetery. But to prepare for your death is an obligation. Hazrat Uthman would say that it is an act of virtue to go and visit the sick. But it is an obligation to remind him to write a will. That is an obligation, a duty. Allahu Akbar. These are the words of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. Insha'Allah ta'ala we will continue on this subject. There are many questions on the subject of the Qur'an, especially when it comes to nasikh and mansukh. 
the ayats that were abrogated and the other laws of the Quran inshallah ta'ala if Allah wills we will uh, cover these important issues and subjects uh, you will find a lot of people nowadays want to study the Quran uh, and when I say study the Quran these are non-Muslims and they have a lot to say so as Muslims we have to be prepared we have to be prepared I had a, a group that came here once to visit the masjid and to my surprise he quoted a verse of the Quran I was shocked and he read it in Arabic and he said to me in tafsir tabari this is what the author has said in tafsir tabari this is what the author has said now imagine how much of research these people do Allahu Akbar so we have to be very very careful my respected brothers and first of all mashallah to recite the Quran have the love of the Quran the least we can do is open the Quran every day not just Yasin Sharif but make it a habit that at least in a week to the minimum we complete one para or two paras one para or two paras in a week take time out for the Quran and the Quran will intercede for us وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ دُعَاكَ اللَّهِ اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم نستغفرك ونتوب إليك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرت ولا هما إلا فرشت ولا دينا إلا قضيت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة إلا قضيتها اللهم إنا نسلك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا ورزقا واسعا وعملا متقبلا وشفاء من كل داء يا حي يا كيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم إنا نسلك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا وأصلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بتن وبارك لنا في أسماعنا وأبصارنا وقلوبنا وأزواجنا وذرياتنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا واجعلنا شكارا لك ربنا واجعلنا شكارا لك ربنا واجعلنا ذكارا لك ربنا واجعلنا ذكارا لك اللهم توفنا مسلما والحقنا بالصالحين اللهم إنا نسألك مجيبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والسلامة من كل إثم والغنيمة من كل بر والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين